Hi, I'm Jacqueline Musgrove, host of Scissortail Sessions. In addition to podcasting, I also am an abstract painter. Join me on Friday evening, February 5th, for Weston, Maine's Art in the Market, where my work will be showcased. Weston, Maine is located at 3 Northeast State Street, Suite 190 in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. For more, visit the event page online, westinmaine.co. Hope to see you there. Welcome to Scissor Tail Sessions, The Interlude. My name's Jacqueline Musgrove. And I'm Aaron Gibson. And as Jacqueline said, this is called The Interlude. For us, this is going to be a side project, in a sense, to our, our normal episode. In these interlude episodes, we're going to cover something like a podcast or film, a TV show, an album, an artist, something like that, that either she or I have been consuming or experiencing just over the past weeks or days. And the reason we're doing this is because we have a lot to talk about other than just talking to a guest. And uh, certainly in the time of of COVID, I guess you want to say, or the pandemic, we've had a lot more opportunity to experience things uh, entertainment-wise. So Jacqueline, uh, what do you have to share with us today? Okay, so I have been really enjoying Amy Schumer Learns to Cook on Discovery+. Plus. At the start of COVID, I watched season one, and it was hilarious. So yesterday I started season two, and I feel like it's just brilliant. It's a perfect portrayal of a family trying to do a fun project together, doing life together in COVID times. Yes, it's a cooking show. Amy and her husband, Chris Fisher, who is a professional chef, show recipes and make them together. But that's not really the premise of the show, in my opinion. Honestly, it's a comedy slash family showing how they interact together, how they do life together, Um, not to give it all away. So they self-shoot it in a home I believe they're renting in Massachusetts or somewhere out east. And Chris and Amy make all the signage and everything for the show. She, they scribble the name of whatever they're making on a piece of torn up cardboard, hold it up and introduce what they're getting ready to prepare. And their nanny is the one self-shooting the episodes on a handy cam. Uh, I just think it's brilliantly shot. It's brilliantly edited. Obviously, they're sending whatever they shoot to the Food Network to edit. But it's pretty hilarious. It, it's lighthearted. And it's good. I feel like it's good for everyone just to be able to have a moment where they laugh. And this delivers that. So is this on, you said it's on the Food Network? Or is it on YouTube? Or where do people watch it? So I believe it's produced by the Food Network. But right now it's streaming on uh, Discovery+. Plus. Okay. And for those that aren't familiar, Amy Schumer, she's a stand-up comedian, right? Yes, she's a stand-up comedian. Um, I believe she she's born and raised in New York. I personally find her hilarious, yeah. It was a great show. Yeah, I've followed her her comedy as well, and even her social media and and stuff too, and she is really funny, so... I would imagine something like that, uh, where she's working with her husband, that would be pretty funny. And so he's a professional chef, you said, but but she is not. Yes. Is she still a good cook? 
Oh, no. Oh, she's, she's terrible? She's very good at making the cocktails. <laughs> she can make the cocktails in the show. Okay. But she yeah. cannot cook. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I could see how that would be funny. She's more of an assistant. So she's giving commentary along the way, I'd imagine, as well. Yeah, she gives commentary, interjects uh, appropriately and not appropriately for each dish or side item that he's preparing. It's really just quality entertainment. Yeah, that sounds like a fun, just overall entertaining, lighthearted show. And, uh, and and you had mentioned off the recording that that's the first thing you've seen in a while that actually really made you laugh out loud. Yes, I have not caught myself truly laughing out loud to a program in a long time. And each episode, I catch myself genuinely just enjoying and laughing and being uh, truly entertained, which has not happened in a long time with a television program. Yeah, that's really cool when you find something like that. Yeah, as my husband would say, whenever we watch shows, I am on my phone the whole time as I'm watching the show. But these shows are so good that I'm not picking up my phone. So if I, was, I would give it a five stars solely because I don't feel the urge to uh, check social media while I'm watching it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, that sounds like a fun show. I'm, I will check that out. Yeah, I think you definitely should. Have you seen anything recently that spikes your interest? Yeah, actually, I have. And um, so there's a couple things. I mean, I've... I I can get into a series like a TV series and I really like the change that was made a few years back where and it really came with the rise of Netflix I think but I like the change where what we saw was an evolution of movies becoming these series and so it was almost like you're watching an extended movie and um, of course, that works really well now with the the Netflix and various streaming services and th- the setup that they have because you just kind of tend to binge watch, right? Um, and they love that. But the quality, I feel like, of shows has has gone up quite a bit because of that because you have this sort of movie like approach applied to a series. And before uh, your standard TV series, to me, was just. I don't know. A lot of times they're just not the kind of quality you could get. Anyway, what do you think of when I say the word Yellowstone? Well, the National Park. Obviously, right? Yeah. And and what in your mind goes along with Yellow? Have you been to Yellowstone? I haven't. It's on my list. We are tentatively are supposed to do that this summer, but who knows with COVID. Yeah. What do you think of when you think of the National Park Yellowstone? Even though you haven't been there, there's probably some images that kind of come to mind. Oh, totally. Uh, so juvenile. But when I think of Yellowstone, um, I think of Jellystone and <laughs> I think of bears smashing picnic baskets and families in station wagons. I know that is very childish, but that's that's my gut reaction. OK, so this show Yellowstone is absolutely nothing like what you just said right there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, have you heard of the show Yellowstone? I have. I have. I really want to watch it. Well, Yellowstone debuted on the Paramount Network originally. Um, it's in season three now. So it's a few years old and you can watch uh, the past seasons. And like I said, it, it premiered on the Paramount Network, but now it's on the streaming service Peacock. Somehow I got into watching the show. I'd heard from a couple friends that 
I, I might like it. And so I thought, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, the first episode is like an hour and a half long as a pilot, which is kind of crazy for a series, you know. Um, you normally don't have an hour and a half long pilot. So through that, I didn't know if I could really even hang on because it's a, it's a drama. It's serious. It's not like Yellowstone in this show is a ranch. It's a, a ranch owned by the Dutton family. And Kevin Costner plays John Dutton, who's the, the head of the ranch, sort of the, the, the main man of the ranch. Taylor Sheridan wrote Yellowstone. He's done other work like Hell or High Water. He wrote the screenplay for that. And he also did the uh, screenplay for Wind River. The really cool thing that I, I like about Yellowstone is that it has this sort of feel of getting to see the wild of Montana. So you really get the feel of Montana. You get the wildlife feel. But then you have these other sort of like existential things going on, as in uh, this battle for land. So you have a battle for, for land between a local Native American reservation that's there and other people coming in like oil and gas people, um, people trying to build a city uh, on their land. Um, and so you have these other conflicting types of ideas that come about um, with this family that's been there for years and years. I really like the the cinematography of it, the, um, the shots, like the long distance shots. So it has a very natural feel. But then it's sort of like juxtaposed by these acts of violence, in a sense, where the the family gets in these battles with uh, with people. It's a pretty rough show for the most part. I would say it's for mature audiences because of the the language and the level of violence and stuff. But I just find it entertaining um, in the sense that it kind of has these two sides to it, these two kind of competing sides and sort of different value systems where you have the the pristine wilderness, but then you have this sort of level of violence uh, that takes place to protect that, protect what they feel like is theirs. The idea is sort of questionable as to whether it's theirs or not. So is it like a modern day Lonesome Dove? I remember watching it as a child. Well, yeah, Lonesome Dove um, certainly, you know, the, the novel and the movie, and then I believe the series as well. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a modern day Western. So okay. it's sort of, a, I think if you look on Wikipedia, I think they describe it as a Neo Western, which is sort of a throwback okay. Western, but yeah, honestly, it has this crossover feel of like the Sopranos sometimes, because again, you get this family that's very defensive of their, their property and their lifestyle and then at the same time, uh, I think it's uh, this Broken Rock Indian Reservation is what they call it, um, mm-hmm. also has a, a sort of almost like a mafia-like feel too. I don't know. It, it's weird because you get those kind of moments that are very kind of in-your-face clashes, but then you get really kind of sentimental moments between the the grandfather that, who is you know Kevin Costner and the, his grandson and you know, sitting okay. by the campfire type of stuff and a lot of cowboy imagery, uh, a lot of horse imagery, a lot of out west kind of on the wild plains type of imagery. So I don't know. I just find myself going back to it. It's a, kind of a cool escape, very escapist style show to me. It'd be enticing to multiple demographics, people that enjoy Westerns, people that enjoy deep-rooted family drama, right? Yeah, it has, 
it has the feel of a of a western, but it's it's very modern in the sense that you know the cowboys are flying helicopters sometimes. You know they're okay. they're ranching, but it's like a modern day ranch where they're in their dually pickup trucks and you know flying a helicopter and they're on ATVs sometimes and sometimes on horses. You get the western feel, but it's not that traditional western feel. It's much more of a modern western feel. They're always trying to harken back to like the way things used to be, but okay. Honestly, the way things used to be is is more just romanticized, I think. It's it's not really as great as they thought it was. <laughs> Yeah, And I mean, I think we tend to do that a lot anyway. So I like kind of the commentary and the the struggles they show in that. I definitely have it in my queue to watch. So I'm more intrigued now and hope to give it a try this next week. I think it's something that that you might like. But again, yeah, it's not really one of those things for everybody because of the themes that it deals with. So I think what you were offering the Amy Schumer cooking show sounds a lot more lighthearted, (laughs) maybe a lot better for, uh, you know, a family to watch. But I feel like this show, you know, would go in my category of uh, something that Josh and I can watch after Max has gone to bed. Yeah. And we're always looking for those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think there is a part of it. You and if you like any kind of level of of western, if you like that kind of right, theme, and I do, yeah, then I think you'd probably like it as well. I want to throw this out to our listeners. If there's anything that you want us to watch and review or listen to and review, email us at Jacqueline at scissortailsessions.com and let us know what you'd like us to check out. In closing, I definitely want to thank all our listeners that have checked us out along the way. Be sure to check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search Scissortail Sessions for all the latest video episodes. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, find us at scissortailsessions.com.